Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. 830. Uh, maybe I will text you his number since uh, we're in the situation we're in today. Doug is out. Uh, he uh, unfortunately has a set of circumstances. I never know what people want me to say. or not. It's not a big deal. He would be the first one to tell you that, but he didn't know about it until uh, I guess he texted me and Jackson at around 6.30 this morning. So that is the set of circumstances. We knew the plowhawk was off. He was vacationing. So things pop up. You keep uh, doing the show, but just for the purpose of giving the audience some background. Tom Hart was on the call of the Battlehawks game. He is going to be with us at uh, in about 12 minutes, and I can't wait. I think those guys were absolutely stunned by uh, what uh, took place. And, uh, and I'm talking about McElroy and Tom Hart yesterday, as was I. I mean, I knew it was going to be a big crowd, but the intensity of that atmosphere is something else. Um, now, like I said at the start of the show, if you would have said what would be the biggest surprise for you if you were to give three options as to Missouri being a seven seed in the NCAA tournament, if you would have asked this back in November, the Dogs being 3-0 and and the Battlehawks having 38,000 people, I think I probably would have said Missouri being a seven in the NCAA tournament, but we have seen this coming now for a few months. So right. when it came, I don't think people were going, oh my God, they're a seven. I think some Missouri fans were irritated they were a seven. I think the win on Friday against Tennessee likely moved them off the 8-9 line, Jackson. Totally agree. And and then uh, had they beat Alabama, I think then they are in the six, maybe five conversation. Six. Uh, with with Alabama being at this moment the number one overall, yeah, uh, and that's with Kansas losing to Texas and Houston losing to Memphis, that playing a role in it. What a huge, you know, I know one of the the usual traditions recently for Missouri basketball fans has been you don't really have Missouri to watch in the NCAA tournament, so the sport is watch Kansas lose in the NCAA tournament. You didn't get a chance to see that last year since they went and won it, but Kansas was moved from the Midwest region, and that. I'm sure, is irritating the Kansas fans. I think they thought they were going to get that uh, Kansas City home court advantage. Yeah, not the case. And uh, I, I agree. I think Alabama is the best team in college basketball. They have the best player in college basketball. Therefore, uh, yeah, I think if Missouri wins against Alabama, they're a six-seed lock. Five-seed would be hopeful. But, um, yeah, the win against Tennessee was massive, not only because – uh, you move up a seed, but it's that's such a confidence-building win when you can hang 80 points on the best defensive team in the country twice now and win in both games. Uh, that was a really big confidence builder and needed that. And I think that also sparked Missouri fans to think maybe we can do something here in March and maybe even in, into April. Uh, I am looking forward to what a weekend we have here with all of this going on. Uh, as we were saying in our Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour, 
uh, Saturday night, you truly know that you have the Dogs and the Battlehawks playing at the same time, but you also could have uh, Illinois playing against Kansas and Missouri playing against either Arizona or Princeton. That is uh, where it would be should Missouri get past Utah State. So there is the state of things here as uh, Tom Hart will join us coming up at 8.30. Gabe DeArmond presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at 9 o'clock. And then we'll have the design air heating and cooling email of the day coming your way at 9.45. Jackson and I will head down the hallway. And uh, I don't know what people will be angry with us about but I just know that they will be angry with us. That's uh, something that you can count on from 10 to 11 o'clock on 101 ESPN with Munganass' presentation of Balloon Party. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side, one that's big in power, performance, and comfort. Enter the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. Available now at Big St. Charles Motorsports, the Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew has loads of power thanks to a 999cc engine and a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. It delivers serious performance, sporting a hefty hauling capacity and a 2,500 pound towing capacity. Both made easy thanks to Honda innovations like low uh, tow haul mode and self-leveling rear suspension. And when it comes to comfort, the new Pioneer 1000 crew shines, giving you best-in-class comfort for six occupants hot in the bat seat, and you've got shoulder room for three and leg room to spare. As for durability and build quality, we'll let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Big St. Charles Motorsports at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. It's Big St. Charles Motorsports. Dot com. It's a huge showroom at Big St. Charles Motorsports, full of bikes with over 1,500 in stock. It truly is a destination dealer at Big St. Charles Motorsports, I-70 and the Cave Springs exit. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, and always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda side-by-sides are for drivers 16 years and older. Uh, all right, uh, Jackson, I- I've been getting texts about wanting to hear Joey Zanaboni's calls of games. But you have said that these are not necessarily for public consumption. We can't find them. Yes. Yeah, so is that you, correct? What, what is the status of this at the moment? So my source usually for Zanaboni calls are Zanaboni himself on Twitter. He usually, uh, for the first game, he posted all the goals. Second game, he posted one of the goals. Today, I have seen nothing so far from him of posting. Because that's, I mean, the team posts the Apple, uh, the MLS season pass. Uh, call of the game, and I don't see Zanaboni's calls anywhere else. They're not necessarily easy unless Joey himself kind of posts them. So that's currently where we're at uh, in terms of Zanaboni goals. I trust me, I want them to be available so we can play them because I think they're great. It's just not necessarily the easiest thing to access. Gosh. Outside of me, like All recording right. the game and cutting the audio myself, but that's a heavy task at a 9:30 start on a Saturday. All right. Well, uh, so that is not out there for uh, public access at the moment. That is that is correct. Uh, correct. Yes, sir. All right. Um, well, we do have uh, the uh, the comments uh, following the game from a couple of members of the Dogs as they improve to three and zero. Only one other expansion franchise has done this, and that is the Seattle Sounders. But the Doggies are 
undefeated as they head back to St. Louis to take on San Jose this coming Saturday. Here is what Bradley Carnell had to say. KG in O-Town, I know I am. I'm calling for audio like you sit and run the board all the time. I apologize. I need to give you more heads up. Bradley Carnell audio. It is clip two in Jackson's audio fun. And we are... First of all, very proud of the boys. You know, we knew this uh, is going to be a tough place to play, um, especially against a good Portland team. Um, and uh, yeah, we thought that uh, you know we go a goal down early yet again, uh, which is something that you know <laughs> I don't want to live too many more times, and I'm going to have a heart attack pretty soon. But uh, we just have a confidence in the group and a calmness in the group that we, you know, we've we've overcome a lot of adversity over the last couple of weeks and uh, by going down goals and showing great team resolve and great team spirit um, and to come back every time before the half. Um, so, yeah, it's been good momentum going into half time and then we know we have a very solid roster and guys coming off the bench to make a difference. So, incredible night in Portland. We know how valuable these points are down the stretch and, uh, yeah, it's only three games in but extremely proud. And in addition, outside of getting the win, uh, you have Miggy Perez, who uh, not only got the start on Saturday in Portland, but also uh, then returns to school today at Pattonville. What a <laughs> absolutely bat crap set of circumstances this is. He is 17. He is from St. Louis. He starts an MLS game and then has to go to school on Monday morning. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, it was an amazing feeling. I mean, when uh, Bradley said... Uh that I got called uh, when Bloom was sick, and then he said I was gonna be starting. I, I called my family after practice, and, and they were very excited for me. Hey Miguel, uh, what are those two classes that you attend in those mornings, and uh, how do you expect the reaction gonna be from your classmates whenever you walk in? Uh, yeah, so I take uh, English first hour, and then uh, just the team sports second hour. So, but when I uh, yeah go into school, I mean all the teachers they'll they'll be congratulating me and uh, saying uh, congrats and stuff like that. So there sports. it is. Uh, what were you saying again? <laughs> what kind of a, a curriculum is that? I had team sports. In team high sports. It's what a, is that? It's physical and PE. Yeah, one, one of the PE, PE classes. Well, yeah. Why don't you say PE? That's the name of the class. It's team sports. <laughs> That's your gripe on this? No, mine was called <laughs> PE class, gym class. It's the Not same team idea. Team sport. Oh, whatever. It's just, it's just. Call it what it is. Well, you play team sports. Gym class, sports. not necessarily. Fair enough. I uh, ran, I ran track one time by myself against Fred Bainey. Right, barefoot. Yeah, but that was that was a team <laughs> sport. Was, that was, you guys, you guys harmonized like a like a half of a barbershop quartet. There's a right lot there. of chemistry it's like between a us. Muscle memory, right <laughs> there. There is. Uh, how cool is that though? That this kid is playing in the MLS and then probably right now sitting in that English class, uh, like you know. <laughs> worrying about a test he has next week, even though he just started a professional sport for his hometown city. It couldn't get much cooler than that. Back that atmosphere on Saturday night is going to be ridiculous. Now, Iggy, as you have been uh, detailing, the forecast is not necessarily optimal. It is uh, a low of 25 on Saturday night, Ooh. a high of 37, and... The hawk is expected to be uh, present. It is. Uh, it's supposed to be windy on Saturday night, and a high of 37, low of 25. Well, that's football fan weather. Wear that scarf. If you're a football fan, that's good weather for you. I remember. I think at, that place is going to go bad crap. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say I remember going to Bush Stadium for the football Cardinals. Uh, I was a kid, and got 20 degrees outside. Packed. You didn't care. 
course, I was a kid. I didn't care, but you couldn't pay me to go in there now with that weather. But, yeah, if you're a football fan, you bundle up, you drink some schnapps. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people drinking schnapps. They got the scarves already, so they'll be all right. I don't. So. And that's a gripe. <laughs> it's another gripe. Seebeck, by the way, was texting me. And he goes, what the hell's going on on that show? <laughs> he goes, I keep getting messages about Iggy calling me Joe Parisi. <laughs> and he goes, what the hell's going on on that thing? I go, I think he just, uh, he's confused. <laughs> he's confusing you and, and another gentleman, but he really wants a kit. I am. He really wants a kit. I am. I, he was in here about a month ago, and I said, what a Parisi. Just right by him. Off. It's a shock that you haven't gotten free stuff yet. <laughs> they kind of look the same. And I, I didn't know Matt Seabach. I've known him for a long time. It's just, I get those two confused. They look the same. Look, like a hand is a hand. And I know Parisi, right. Parisi <laughs> kind of has something to do with the team. I mean, there's a picture of him on the field with a credential on people congratulating him on getting it done. So. Are you sure that wasn't Seabach? No, it's, it's Joe Parisi. Anyway, just give me a kit. <laughs> Either one of you. I don't care who the hell you are. Just I don't give care me which one. Well, one of you bring one in. or Seabeck, give me a kit. I don't care which one. Just drop one off. Uh, if we're only calling things what they are, then can you all tell the sad Hoosier to pipe down for a little bit and maybe sit out a few plays? That's from Arbor Day. Schnapps and PE class. Old Man River having a big day. That's from Mrs. Janie Shanahan. Iggy, you know they are talking about soccer, not football, right? That's from a Hoosier daddy. For F's sake, Iggy, stop interjecting. That's from the 314. I've got a side with Iggy here. It's called gym class. That's from the White Collar Gangster. Man in his 60s, it was called in the. It was called physical education. And the ninth best country in the world was East Germany. Why do things change? I never said that. And if you have audio of me saying that, then that means you edited something to make me sound bad. That's from Uncle Cucker. There we go. It's a series, a barrage of texts. I don't know what you want out of me. <laughs> take a playoff i mean i was about 10 minutes late for the break so i took the first portion of it off now i'm sure i'll take this 8 30 off and i'm sure i'll take nine o'clock off too so you'll, get you'll your, have a lot of opportunities to vacation in the hamptons uh, Tom Hart, who was on the call of the uh of the battle hawks game with greg mcelroy yesterday is going to join us coming up in a matter of uh moments jackson just uh either say it or kg and o-town say when he is uh, connected and i am looking forward to talking it over with uh with tom hart on this one longo biggs is a wonderful sponsor of the program when you are injured it is a confusing process but longo biggs will take the hassle out of your hands most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim and they will walk you through everything there is potentially lots of money on the line and they'll help you get every dollar you deserve these are local guys who grew up in south city and and whereas the big national firms uh, are people who are going to be hiring, you know, their their lower uh, and newer uh, staff members, you are actually going to be working with CD or Doug at Longo Biggs. They only get paid if you get compensation. They are friendly, down-to-earth guys. I've gotten to know them, and I can speak to that firsthand. All you have to do is go to L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. That's LongoBiggs.com. Most cases have some sort of obstacle or complication. That does not mean they will settle your case for less. If you are hurt, 
you need to do what's best for your family. Longo Biggs is what is best. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisement. Star Appliance Discounters, 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After as we broadcast from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson, Iggy, KG and O-Town with you. Doug, uh, out today, should be back tomorrow. And the Plowhawk is vacationing in the Hamptons. And Gabe DeArmond is going to be joining us coming up at 9 o'clock to talk NCAA tournament. And he is presented to you by James Carlton. But right now, it is our pleasure to welcome to the program. He was on the call yesterday of the Battle Hawks. Ladies and gentlemen, a University of Missouri guy through and through. You hear him on the SEC Network, on SEC games as well, and calling Battle Hawks games in XFL. Tom Hart with us. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Wonderful. I My read on you and McElroy yesterday was that you guys were stunned by what you saw and heard inside of the Dome with regards to the atmosphere. Is that a correct read, sir? That might be fair. Um, we were expecting a lot of people. And I was expecting some cronky chants, just like we got when we were here in in 20. But I don't think we expected everybody to roll in who had been drinking since 6 a.m. with butt ice and biscuits and gravy, because it was absolutely chaos. It was awesome. What what did you guys make of that? I was watching it, and I was stunned because, yeah, I saw it in 2020, but that was i heard you guys talking about it that was like an sec football atmosphere for an xfl game on a sunday afternoon in march that was something that i don't think and i'll tell you what man people around the country were taking notice of it oh absolutely um we had a we had a zoom call with dwayne johnson this week and the rock would took note of it he knew it was coming he was excited about this um and the league is. We were on the field before the game. Um, Russ Brandon is president of the XFL. He was with the Bills forever. And uh, he had gone for a, a run around uh, around the dome at like 6 o'clock in the morning and saw people lined up. And he goes, you know, I was with the Bills forever. This is a Buffalo Bills crowd. I didn't see any table dives, but I think that's pretty accurate. The thing that's that I'm trying to figure out, Tom, is why this is happening in St. Louis. Now, there are a wide variety of, of theories we have applied. Um, certainly, still, even though it's been more than seven years since the vote that sent the Rams to Los Angeles, uh, I think a lot of it is St. Louisans want to show the country that it is a great sports city, unlike what Stan Kroenke said, and it is a great football market. And I think that that is the overwhelming reason. But I also think what you may, I've actually talked about the Buffalo Bills thing as well, that unlike the Dome when the Rams were there, this is a young football crowd that is just there to have a good time. Whoever is playing, it doesn't really matter. This is our team and this is our town. And therefore, we want to show the country not only that we can support them, but that we're a great football market and we're going to have a good time doing it. What are you guys theorizing? as to the success for the Battlehawks in St. Louis. What have you heard around the league, and what are your theories as a guy who's, uh, you know, got roots in Missouri? Well, you're absolutely right. The civic pride here um, is 
off the charts. And we were just talking before we went on air, looking at the crowd. Like, where would you rank St. Louis among the best sports cities in the world? I mean, nationally, it's right up there. It's absolutely up there with, um, you know, Boston and Philly and whatever else. I thought first time around three years ago, a lot of the motivation was the anti uh, when I say motivation, probably the energy behind all the ticket sales was the uh, anti crocky group. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's – I mean, I know people who were at the game. came with their buddies. One came with their family. It was leftover from 20. They had so much fun because it was a little bit different. It's certainly not elitist. You can, you know, have six bush lights or just hang out, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, but everybody had a good time, and it seems like a very – popular place to be and when the younger crowd is driving that that's often part of it right like where's the cool yeah. place? You know, let's go to the let's, let's go to the battle hawks game drink our face off on a sunday afternoon <laughs> that's, what, that's what we certainly saw when you, when you get into the crowd shots. Uh, and uh, Cole was making his way around uh, and had the interview. I don't know if you were familiar with the uh, Rams rules that they uh, published about a decade ago when they were in St. Louis. And uh, Lois, who was on the telecast and Cole was interviewing her, she was part of the Rams rules, uh, which were uh, telling St. Louis Rams fans how to cheer, which didn't necessarily resonate real well in St. Louis when that was that was put forth but uh certainly the crowd was well lubricated and uh and and you guys were able to capture that on the really make no secret of what was going on that was also enjoyable that it wasn't uh veiled you were just being real direct the people had enjoyed some libations well yeah and that's what we're allowed to do in the xfl right i mean we can talk about the point spread and the over under and we can peel back the curtain and admit like if, if you want to come and have fun this is the place to be we, we don't pretend like you know every quarterback out there is a first round pick it's it's good fun and um kind of fits our broadcast out too because we want we want to show up and travel here and have a good time and enjoy ourselves and uh, hopefully the fans can do the same how does it compare to the other uh, markets? What are you hearing from whether you have been in the other markets um, and then also how it compares with the league executives and, and how it's performing in other markets? Yeah, this is week four of the XFL 3.0 or however you want to describe it. Um, the, everybody envies the St. Louis market. Uh, the difference is this time around versus last time is, you know, there's a XFL hub in, in Arlington and these guys practice – together throughout the week and then jump on a plane and come up here so the all of the ownership is is centralized but they're definitely using st louis as an example i think um you know dc is really well supported by a a core group but it seems like a smaller group and last time around seattle did really well through their home games uh we haven't made it there yet so I, i can't really judge that market but you know fan bases that enjoy football and want to get out and support local teams like St. Louisans are so good at, uh, whether it's a new soccer team or the, I mean, I know a lot of people who stumbled their way up the street to the blues game last night, which man, <laughs> that, is, that is aggressive. 
We're going to have quite a situation on Saturday in St. Louis uh, because you have uh, the MLS franchise, uh, uh, known on this program as the Dogs, uh, playing at about the same time as the Battle Hawks. And uh, this allows me to segue into some college basketball conversation since you were in Nashville for the SEC tournament. Uh, there is a chance Missouri and Arizona or Princeton could be playing at the same time, and there is a chance that Illinois could be playing Kansas at the same time. So we will have all kinds of things going on in the St. Louis area on uh, Saturday. At the very least, we know the Dogs and the Battle Hawks are playing at the same time. Uh, you were in Nashville for the SEC uh, tournament, Tom, and uh, you saw Missouri beat Tennessee, come up short against Alabama on Saturday. Hung around uh, until they were pushed away, and uh, Alabama wound up covering that number in the end. Uh, what stands out to you about what you have seen from the Tigers this year as they go into the tournament as a seven seed in Dennis Gates' first season and with now a contract extension. Kind of a, a throwback team in many ways. Um, you know, I, I did not see them having this level of success because individually I didn't see this level of success. And then Nick Honor on uh, Friday turned into Melvin Booker and somehow Kobe Bryant is the new Derek Chivas. And I, I'm just kind of blown away by – I love Kobe – and I always thought that he had the talent to be a good player, but this guy has moved to the number one guy in every scouting report, and he's delivered. I, I go back, I called Kansas and Illinois, I think back-to-back, and I thought this team looked uh, shocked and stunned against Kansas, and then Kobe went for 31 against Illinois, and I, I was just, his growth and turning into an elite score, it, it might be one of the greatest improvements I've seen following this Missouri basketball team for a long time. And with with regards to Missouri in the NCAA tournament, I feel like they're the kind of team that if they lost on Thursday to Utah State, I don't know how many people would really be stunned. They're a two-point underdog right now. And then at the same time, because their style is so relatively speaking unique, and just like anybody, if they're hitting shots, of course they're going to have a, a better chance of success. But when they are on, and we've seen that record when they score more than 70 points, it's a, it's a team that can be a tough matchup. Uh, how do you handicap where they are uh, in their first round and then uh, what it would look like if they were to play a team like uh, Arizona, who would be lurking most likely anyway in the, in the second round, Tom? Well, I agree with you. They are, they're wildly inconsistent game to game, but their ceiling is so high because of the style. It's not just what they do on the offensive end. They play with this. Dennis Gates has them all playing free, uh, but also the ability to create turnovers, which can uh, be a huge advantage with, with possessions limited as they usually are in the NCAA tournament. Arizona probably be a tough matchup because of Arizona's size. And um, yeah. Missouri's got – a little bit, but they just don't seem like the blue collar, like we will bang with you all night and make you earn it. Um, but to your point, Tim, like they're throwing in shots. Um, yeah, a lot of teams are going to have a hard time keeping up with them because they can be um, they can be a high scoring offense, even if they're not wildly efficient. Is there a team this year that stands out to you? I feel like we've had years in the past where you go, man, nobody's going to be able to get past this team or this team is the clear favorite. Alabama wound up being the number one overall seed. I don't know if that's necessarily what people would have thought on Thursday, for example, going into the conference tournaments. Um, or do you see this being a, an NCAA tournament where you could see somebody uh, in the lower seeds potentially emerge? 
Yeah, I'd probably take the field if you gave me the odds outside of those one seeds. I, I, Alabama is elite. I've had the chance to spend some time with that program, call their games. Um, they're, you know, Brandon Miller is maybe the best college player since Kevin Durant. I mean, he's really that good. Um, he can do so many different things. He can shoot right over the top of everybody, and he's a great outside shooter. He can get to the rack. And they're really good defensively, and Nate Oates is a guy who can draw plays and motivate. And, and throughout the year, they're beating SEC teams by 40, 50, 55 points, and he's yeah. been able to keep keep their foot on the neck and uh, foot on the pedal and just go after it. So I think Alabama's up there. Um, I think Kansas is up there, but we don't see teams win back-to-back national championships, so odds would be stacked against KU doing it again. Tom Hart, kind enough to join us here, fresh off of his call of the Battle Hawks yesterday. 38,000 people uh, packing the dome for the Battle Hawks, taking on Arlington, and also fresh off of some SEC tournament action in Nashville. Tom, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate the time this morning. Always good to talk it over. Appreciate it. Y'all be good. Thanks, Tom. Take it easy. That's Tom Hart with us here of ESPN, uh, giving us his perspective both on the Battlehawks and uh, the SEC, specifically Missouri, in the NCAA tournament. We are in our appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour, and we have some breaking news that Iggy is going to um, have to be commenting on here momentarily. Uh, breaking, And I mean breaking news. But before we get to it, if you are in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com where pricing has been adjusted to beat the competition. And I can tell you that firsthand because I just got a dishwasher from the appliance discounters a couple months ago. Couldn't have been an easier process working with John and Denise Bradley, who I've been working with for a number of years. A great company, a company that continues to grow online at theappliancediscounters.com. Five St. Louis area locations to serve you an 80,000 square foot warehouse. It's the appliance discounters. And Ryan Kelly is our title sponsor of this show. And uh, you may have heard the new ad. He is uh, celebrating 10 years of being the title sponsor of this program. And we are certainly very grateful for his support of this program and of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. With inflation here, people are taking on more debt than ever. If you are a homeowner, leverage your equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refi. So many people ask, why do so many people get to the spot that they're in with getting in a rough spot with credit card debt? Well, it happens to people. It's the nature of the beast. I've been there, and I'm sure many other people in the audience have been there. Well, take the equity in your home and utilize it and get away from those ridiculous rates. They have lower rates, they have a 10-day closing guarantee, and the home loan expert gets complicated deals done. And if you are thinking of buying a home this year, the process is not as complicated as you think when you work with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they will also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. It's the home loan expert dot com. Ryan Kelly. Breaking news, Iggy. Breaking news. The Rizzuto Show is excited to announce that 
Rafe, Williams, and Learn are the new full-time members of the show starting in April. Learn is moving from KC95. She will be in the building at the same time as you daily as she will now be on the Riz Show. Ken, your reaction? Well, I think that was her reason for taking it. That now she gets to be in here in the morning with me. Grinning from ear to ear while saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, good for her. I mean, that's... uh, a very, it's got to be hard for her to leave K-She after all these years. I mean, she is Miss K-She. Um, but it's an opportunity. I mean, the Riz Show, there's not a show more popular in St. Louis, maybe not the country. Uh, and for her to go do that show. And Rafe is very entertaining. So uh, two good choices. Um, and also, uh, Riz signed a five-year contract extension. So oh, is that right? Yeah, that show's is, going. Is it, was, that, was that? I didn't know that was uh, public knowledge. Well, it is now. He 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 mentioned it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, How about that? So uh, that show's going nowhere. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, it, it's hard to, nobody can fill Jeff Burton's shoes. Um, but Learn was good friends with Jeff, and they both have the same personality. They're both kind people and funny. Um, so I think it's a great addition, and Rafe is very funny. So congratulations to them. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. I got to tell you something, and I think this—I don't know—I don't know what this says, um, but whatever. This is this is you know honest. This is real. Um, I am so happy for Learn, for Rafe, for Moon, for King Scott, and for Riz, because I think that show is going to be so damn good. And I like. Yeah, I know. I certainly know Riz and Learn better than I know Rafe and Moon and King Scott. I, we obviously all know each other, but I've gotten to know Riz. Um, loved talking with him, um, just BSing with him, and uh, certainly know Learn well. And I just think the show is going to be so damn good. And uh, and, 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 what I'm, and the reason why I, I'm making this, and I was saying this to my wife at dinner on, I think, Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night, um, and I went uh, internally when this was uh, announced. Uh, I was texting with Learn and texting with Riz and texting and talking with Tommy Matter and head of programming. And I was thinking to myself uh, that maybe even as recent as five or ten years ago, but certainly twenty years ago, the radio a hole in me would have been. I don't know what the right word for it is. I, I don't know. Jealous, competitive. I don't know. I don't know what the word would have been. But, but, you know, Riz and I were, were talking about this situation probably more than a month ago, uh, as we'll sometimes just BS after uh, after shows, and um, and I've always felt specifically with Learn, as I know you do as, as well, Iggy that she is so talented but unlike many people who work in broadcasting who think they have value and unfortunately don't (laughs) which i know sounds harsh but you know i don't have to tell you uh the math is the math uh she is the opposite and that she doesn't realize how good she is and it's not by any means uh 
a shot at what she had been doing. She just is so good that she needs to be heard for more than however much she was able to talk in between songs on KC95. And so I am thrilled for her because I think she's so damn talented. My brother, Kevin, who is always thanked at the end of this program, which is still something, I, I'm the one who does it. I don't even know why the hell I do it. Um, but he did intern on the program in 2007, and I was thanking him then, so I just keep it going. But anyway, he is he's friends with Rafe. Um, Rafe's a, a longtime comedian. And uh, Riz, I know, loved Rafe's contributions, not just on air, but also as a writer for the show, and was a huge fan of that. Um, and so then you, then you add in what you already have with King Scott and Moon and, of course, Riz, who I, I say it all the time, saying it also when I was talking with my wife on Saturday night at dinner. So often in our business, at least in the past, I don't, I don't think it's that way now. Uh, I hope it doesn't change. Um, that the, the person or the show that is at the top can be not, I don't know if they're a problem in the building, for lack of a better term, or a problem in the market. And Riz is just a, a guy. Now, he happens to be incredibly talented with, as Iggy says, Iggy's not exaggerating when he says it might be the most popular show in the country. And what you're talking about there is the math when you're coming to the ratings. Um, and, and you might be right on that. But he's just a guy. And by that I mean he's just he he doesn't carry himself with any air there and by I mean air like arrogance and nobody at Hubbard does even though when you go up and down the hallway you know especially in the mornings you have shows and talent that's been on and have these incredible followings with their respective audiences oftentimes different demographics so when this news came out and I kind of had an idea that this was the direction that it was going to go for a little while um i was and still obviously am so happy for that show and really really happy in particular for riz and uh for learn who you know i, I know uh, more than i know uh, scott and moon and rafe but across the board, and all of I know what he would say, and we're not just saying this because we work at the same building, that it's just a really good group of people. And, uh, and obviously, that show has been through an incredibly unique, difficult set of circumstances. And that's why Riz and I would, that's not why, but we would wind up talking about it because he's like, I mean, you, you get it as somebody who runs point on the show. You, you know, I mean, he's in a spot there. I mean, a hell of a spot. You, yeah. Somebody passes away who has the wit that Jeff Burton has. I mean, not just the show, but then the impact emotionally. Um, and then the situation with Patrico. And you go from having this thing that was, uh, you know, I mean, is, is I don't, I don't want to say effortless because that, that sh that's certainly not the case. I mean, that guy gets in at three in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, and works his ass off on the show, but um, an absolute machine, and you have those things occur, and and now to have Rafe and to have Learn joining that show, two truly wonderful people who are so talented, I'm just I'm I'm really happy for for all parties. 
So I know that might bore people because it's all positive, and people don't necessarily <laughs> like positivity. But I got to tell yeah, you, that's how, that's, that's, that's how I really feel. Yeah, start trashing something. Um, <laughs> no, I heard Riz this morning, and he was talking about it after all this happened, and he said, you know, I'm going to paraphrase here because I was watching their face or their YouTube live when I was outside, saying that I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know where we were going with this. And uh, he said when Jenny was in town and the other uh, management was in town a few months ago and came up to Riz and said, whatever you need, you know, let us know. We're here for yeah. you. And to have that backing from a company, you know, it, it, it means something. You know, I mean, we were used to none of that. Um, and, you know, to be able to kind of, you know, to talk to management and say this is what I'd like how about these fill-ins and how about we go in this direction you know it's not like your day Tim when they just threw somebody on with you um, you know you had no choice you know hey here's who you're doing I know we had these 15 people come in and try out now here's your new co-host uh, you know they have some say so on that so you know the camaraderie is there and I texted Learn um, when we got the email and I said I don't even know if this is something you wanted but I'm so happy for you because you are going to kill it on that show. You're going to get your sponsors going to go with you. You're going to get new sponsors. You're going to be perfect for that show. And she says, yeah, I, I'm not sure about that, but thank you so much for those words. So she doesn't really get, like you said, Tim, how popular she is and how good she is. But she will. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I agree with that, and I am... Uh I'm thrilled. I mean, that's that's going to be a hell of a show. I was Tommy and I were on the phone. I don't even know what it was. Thursday night, actually, it was Thursday night. I, for real, a little background. It's, it's uh, I don't know, seven thirty or eight thirty here, and this is just not the way. Now, now back in the day, uh, for me to get a phone call or a text message at nine at night, I'm talking pre twenty twenty two, would be absolutely on brand. It was probably a. a, a I don't want to say it's daily, but it absolutely happened once a week, if not two or three times a week. Um, and that's not the way that it's worked ever since we've made this switch. So for Tommy to text me uh, and say, hey, uh, can you give me a call as soon as you have a chance? I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm like, who did what and what happened? And I immediately go into, like, flashback mode. I'm like, all right, what do I got to do here? And, and it, it had nothing to do with any of that, obviously. Uh, it was a separate conversation, and then we just started BSing about a couple other things. And, uh, you know, I knew this announcement was coming today, as everybody knew. And, uh, and I said, I got to tell you something. If shows were stocks, I would buy every piece of the new Riz show I could. I think that thing is going to kill it, and I am dead serious. And uh, it's not only do I think the show is going to be great, I'm just happy for all of the people involved. And, um, you know, it's, it's sometimes in radio, I think, and I think per it perhaps, you know, it, it, you know, everybody's experiences are different. But sometimes the public thinks somebody might be something, and then internally, you know, you know that that's not the case, and whether that be good or bad. Um, but for real, everyone on that show is first class. And in the case of uh, Learn and Rafe, I think St. Louis is about to find out just how talented they are. People might be familiar, of course, with Learn from Casey and Rafe from comedy, but for all of them to be working together, 
uh, I'm just incredibly happy for them to get that, especially considering what that show has gone through. You know, yeah, it's, and it's a, and it's a good group of people. Uh, Jackson, uh, I've been I've been babbling on KG No Time. I mean, one of your signature moments was your uh, stop dragging my heart around with Learn. I mean, TikTok for the ages. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? I'm super excited for Learn. I think she's an unbelievable talent. Uh, I think she's going to do great. I think their chemistry works outstanding. All the people on that show, you know, are awesome, like super kind and just great people. And so to join that, for that family to get a little bit bigger now with Lauren and Rafe. Rafe is another awesome guy who I've had the chance to talk to a couple times in the hallways here. And so it's, it's just great. It's really great to have, you know, up and down the hallway, just really quality people from morning shows to afternoon drive shows and everything in between. And so for that to continue and for, you know, everyone to benefit from it, I think is just uh, a, one of the many, like reason 5,000 why Hubbard is so awesome is uh, being able to rub elbows and, and talk and hang out with the people who work at the same time as we do. And uh, the Riz Show is a perfect example of that. Just really quality people who put out a great product and now Learn gets to be a big part of that and, and Rafe as well. And I just think it's, it's great because everyone here really is a family and that, uh, and that does mean something truly to everyone involved. It's, uh, it's really, really awesome. So I wish them nothing but the best and I know that they're going to be outstanding as they already are. And it's just going to get even better and better. Yeah, it's going to be a damn good show. KG No Town, when you did that uh, Stop Dragging My Heart Around, Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks uh, duet with Learn, uh, you got a chance to to work with her and get to know her a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I love her. She's just She's got a really fun energy about her. Um, I, I go back all the way to, I got to come in studio back in the fall for something that I think I wanted the Lemmings, and I brought up the idea of wanting to do that TikTok, and you immediately go, for sure she'll do it. For sure she'll 100%. do it. 100%. And uh, she had no idea who I was. I was just kind of wandering <laughs> around that one week that I came in uh, when Iggy was on vacation, and I ran it by her. Super cool. Uh, you know, w- told me whatever I needed, and I've talked to her a little bit. You know, now that I'm an employee here at Hubbard, um, I've talked to her a little bit here and there, and j- just super cool chick. Cool energy, infectious to be around. And I was never really much of a Riz Show listener. I've always been a TMA guy. I was aware of the Riz Show, but never really dived into it too much and then ever since i you know have kind of got to come around here a little bit i thought i'm gonna give it a listen and now it's in my rotation i'm listening to it at night great show you know i should have started a lot sooner so bringing those two worlds those two worlds together is great i'm excited to hear it yeah i think it's going to be wind up i mean for real I'm, i'm super excited for the show and then super happy for the people involved so uh that announcement took place at eight o'clock on 105.7 the point of course uh hd2 is a little bit bigger yeah, uh yeah. we don't we don't like to call attention to that but i mean that's just that's just the reality and ignore the facts uh, tim yeah, yeah. I mean, Riz is Riz is striving to get to HD two or maybe HD three, and then like one up us. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Well, now we know her has, where uh, her priorities lie. We know where her priorities lie, because I texted her and said, "You want to come in and let us congratulate you." She said, "Well, I'm going back and forth from 1057 in case she. I don't think I have time." Yep, yep, there you go. So, I mean, it just shows how big our show is. I think he grabbed a pair of scissors while he was talking. Yeah, I wasn't that. sure that where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to take yourself out? <laughs> yeah. Cut myself. It's like when he set himself on fire outside all of the notes. Let's see what we got here. Uh, 
did you guys receive this much on-air praise from the Riz Show whenever you made the jump from AM to HD2? Uh, I can't imagine, uh, but that's we're not we're not looking for. I'm just telling you how I feel. I just, I'm, I'm I really. I think I think my reason for overstating it, and sometimes I catch. I've said this to Tommy. I think I've said it to my wife. I probably said it to you, Jackson. I said it probably comes off so weird how much I talk about how much I like Riz in particular. But again, and again, I know you can speak to this because you've been doing this way longer than I have. Oftentimes in this business, and this goes beyond St. Louis, and I don't know what it is. I guess you have to have a certain personality trait to be in this business. Uh, and to get to the point where you're, you know, one of the top people or whatever, that for whatever reason, it's not necessarily, I guess I would describe it as this, doesn't play well with others. That would be the best way I can describe it. And that is just the absolute opposite of, you know, not only Scott Rizzuto, but, uh, you know, the people up and down, Courtney Landrum, John Hewlett, Randy Carricker, um, you know, the shows that have these big followings that are at Hubbard Radio in the morning, it's just not the way that it works. And I think the tone is set when the show and the, the host of the show with the biggest following conducts himself that way. And that is why I go out of my way to call attention to it, because we know from, you know, our past experiences, and Iggy, you probably know even more than I do, uh, that that is not necessarily the way that things always work. So when I see it, I call attention to it, even though the public might be like, why are you spending so much time calling attention to it? And then, because they don't know, you know, some of the stuff that, that we know from being around, you know, some of the, some of the quote unquote ones that are problematic you're aware of, but we also know that some of the ones that you think are not are. And so have an appreciation for, uh, for when somebody not only is successful, but then conducts themselves, uh, like he does. So that's my reason for going on. Well, two things. One, um, some people are just dicks. They, they can't help it. That's their nature. And no matter where they go, Riz isn't like that. Riz has is, is always been a nice guy. But then you have the atmosphere here at Hubbard, which, you know, if you, if you work for a crap company, they can turn even the nicest guy into a curmudgeon. Like, oh, my God, I do everything for this place, and then I got this guy bitching about this, and why am I doing it? I mean, I'm better than them, but I try to be nice, and they're all bitching that I got better ratings, and they're giving me this. You don't have any of that at Hubbard. Hubbard, everybody likes each other. Uh, Hubbard is there for every show. You need something to make your show better. Ask us. So I just think uh, the atmosphere has a lot to do with that, too, is that they're not going to turn anybody against each other. Yeah, I th- and I think part of that just becomes the gatekeeping process is you don't let a problem in the building. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's how you, that's, that's another way, but then the culture facilitates uh, some of that as well. But uh, either way, uh, congratulations to everybody on The Riz Show and uh, to our friend of the program, Learn, for making that switch. Uh, in addition to Rafe Williams, King Scott, Moon, and uh, Riz for their big announcement. All right, on the other side of the break, as we close out, the appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour, the Colonel is going to join us, presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Talking NCAA tournament, talking Dennis Gates extension. It's next here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.